Welcome to Time of Restoration Broadcast. We are so happy that you have tuned in and prayed that something would be said to bless you, encourage your heart, lift your spirit, and increase your faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But this is a new day. For this is the day that the Lord hath made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in this day. A new day in which he has loaded us up with benefits. <laughs> oh, with benefits. So his mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness unto us. He watched over us as we slept. He woke us up this morning. We were able to do for ourselves. We, we were yet numbered with the living and not numbered with the dead. God, we thank God for his goodness towards us. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. And he is worthy of our praise. The Lord dropped in my spirit that 2024 was going to be a year of worship. We want to worship him mightily in all that we do. Our, our lifestyle that we live, our vocation, everything is going to be giving him worship and honor and praise. Everything that we're going to do, we're going to do it as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. So we're just going to worship him and magnify his name and praise his name. So today, we thank God for each of you that came out to our revival. And the Lord truly blessed. And we just thank God for you. And we thank God for Bishop Tony. Uh, Knight, his wife, and the, the church, and the musicians, and all of you that came out. We thank God for you, our visitors and friends. Amen. We just thank God for you. I'm going to be opening up with Psalms 11. And this was a Psalm of David. And it's, it reads as follows. In the Lord put I my trust. How say ye? To my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold. His eyelids try the children of men. The Lord trieth the righteous, but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire, brimstone, and in horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. For the righteous, 
for the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. And that was Psalms 11 and the New Living Translation. You know, uh, this particular Psalms uh, was dealing with David. It says, in the commentator notes, it says here, it seems as though David was countering those who were advising him to run from his enemies. David's faith contrasted dramatically with the fear of the advisors who were telling him to flee. Faith in God keeps us from losing hope and helps us to resist fear. So whatever you're facing, don't lose hope. You know, put your trust totally in God as David was doing in his Psalms. Trusting means more than just simply believing. It means placing your full confidence in God and tying all our hopes to his care for us. It says when we do this, we can rest and relax in his guidance. For David, this was a life and death commitment. Many Christians today find themselves in similar circumstances. We can easily trust God when life is going well. It's much harder to do so during the dark and dangerous times when our trust in God is put to the test. Trusting God's guidance, comfort, and protection when you experience relatively manageable crisis so that when the harder times come, your trust in him will be unwavering. Oh, saints, we have to trust him. We have to totally rely on him. We have to totally have confidence in him that he's able to do exceeding abundantly above that we would even ask or think. If we can imagine it, God can do it. If we can think it, he can do it. Hallelujah. So we have to trust God. You know, God does not shield believers from difficult circumstances. We are not exempt from pain. We are not exempt from hardship because we are believers. <laughs> no, we are more or less to go through even more so because we are believers. Because when we belong to the devil, you know, he had us so deceived. But now that we are Christ, ah, oh, he wants to make you think that you were better off, you know, when he was your God and not the true and living God. So saints be encouraged tonight that put your trust in him through the times that you're going through hard things. Don't lean on your own understanding. The Bible says, you know, it all said, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding because our understanding can get us into trouble and mess us up. But we want to put our hope, our trust, our total confidence in God and his promises. His promises are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. So we want to 
trust in him. Father God, I just thank you for the opportunity to enter into the throne room, into the most holy of holy, with boldness and not with timidity. I ask for forgiveness before entering in of anything that I've done out of your will. Lord, I thank you, O God, that I can go in and stand in the gap for those that are sick. Lord, we can stand on the gap for those on our prayer list. God, I'm praying for for Tara. I'm praying for Keisha. I'm praying for Jill. I'm praying for for, uh, Nina, Lord. I'm praying for different ones, uh, Kimberly, Lord. I'm praying, O God, for those on our prayer list, God, those that need healing in the bodies. Thou, O God, Lord, I'm praying, O God, for Leora, Lord, I'm praying for T.D. Lord, I thank you for the healing of her body. In the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for making known your wonders everywhere. Lord, I thank you, O God. Lifting up leaders of nations, those in authority everywhere, praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, I'm praying that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, I'm praying for the body of Christ, that you would unite us, use us. God, we are praying against those preachers that are compromising your word and they're being deceived by that seductive spirit. Oh God, they're causing people to stumble. And many will go to hell because of them. Lord, we're asking, God, that you would touch the hearts of preachers and teachers that are falling for the culture and and, and being deceived by the devil. And Satan, we render you powerless in the lives of believers. In the name of Jesus. God, we are praying for the elderly. We are praying for caregivers. We are praying for those that are sick in the hospitals, God. We are praying, oh God, that blinded eyes will be open. Deaf ears will be unstopped. Lord, we are praying for the hopeless and the hopeless of those that are without God. We are praying for the prostitute, the drug addict, the alcoholic, God. We are praying, oh God, that blinded eyes will be open. We are praying to the Lord of the harvest that you would raise up laborers, oh God. The harvest is white. The harvest is ready. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. And God, we are praying today, God. We are praying to the Lord of the harvest that you would raise up laborers. God, you are able to save those that's in the gutter right now and bring them out of the gutter and save them to the uttermost and use them to expand the kingdom of God. Said so you, so you, you take the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, God. You don't call many that are noble. You don't call many that are wise. But God, you take those that, that people will say, oh, no, I saw him win. Oh, I saw her win. But God, you're able to raise them up from where they are and use them mightily. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, I remember when the Lord saved uh, Overseer Joe and he went back home to Delaware. People said, Joe Ingram, a preacher, Joe Ingram saved. Yes, Joe Ingram, the Lord saved them. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord, he's able to take you from the dunghill and raise you up and use you to expand the kingdom of God. Lord, we are praying for those that are sick, battling COVID and all kinds of respiratory diseases and cancer. 
Lord, we know you are the healer that, and you're the God that healeth all diseases. We're coming against those that's battling and suffering with arthritis and, and, and fibromyalgia and all kinds of autoimmune disease, God. We are praying that you would heal, that you would make whole. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we are praying for caregivers, God. Give them strength, oh, God, to endure, oh, God. Hallelujah. We are praying, oh God, that blinded eyes will be opened, that stony hearts will be made hearts of flesh. We're coming against the spirit of suicide. We are coming against sex trafficking, Lord. We are praying for those ministers and ministries that are out there in, 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 the, in those dangerous zones, freeing women, boys, and girls. We're praying for our local assembly. Bless our assistant pastor. Lord, his wife, his family, his children, his grandchildren. Lord, our ministerial staff, our digging board, every member, every well wisher, our daycare, Lord, continually to make our house a lighthouse, a beacon in the community. And Lord, we'll be so careful to give your name the praise, the glory, the honor belongs to you. Praying for the peace of Jerusalem, praying for war-tone areas, praying for the coming against the, the Spirit of murder that's so rampant. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, we're going to be continuing the teaching on don't settle for less. Don't settle for less. Last week, I think I left you with the scripture that for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. Our faith. Our faith. Why you should never settle for less than you deserve. Why you should never settle for less than you deserve. Settling for less than you deserve means that you will never be happy. You will never always feel like something, you, you, you will always feel like something is missing in your life. Ultimately, making it difficult to enjoy any of the good things happening around you. So we want to make sure that we are settling for God's best. You know, I've heard people say that they got married very young. In fact, I just heard a testimony of a preacher or a man. In fact, he was the one that wrote the song, No One Cares For Me Like Jesus. He was an evangelist. And he was traveling all over the world. Came home one time from his evangelist uh, trip. His wife had left him, had left him a note and said to him, you know, we got married young. I don't want to be married to an evangelist. 
I want to go out. I want to party. I want to meet other people. And I want to live a sinful life, in other words. He was so broken that he went to his piano because he played as well. And he went to his piano and started writing the song, No One Cares For Me Like Jesus. You need to know if you're out there and you're going through struggles and troubles and hard times. And my enemy is trying to get you to settle for less than what God has for you, which is his best. Know that. You do not have to settle for less because you will never be happy. When you settle for God's best for you, you'll be happy in Christ Jesus. So whatever you do, do not settle for less than what God has for you. <coughs> Going further in new scriptures, I'm going to be reading John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the light. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. So when people are coming to you, trying to tell you to go this way and that way, and they're trying to tell you what to do, with your life, let them know that no, I am going to follow the truth. And the truth is Jesus. I am going to not follow my way or your way, but I'm going to follow his way. Because his way. His truth, his way, and his truth brings life to me. Because God says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He's the light of men. He is the life of men. There are things in your life that may be factual, and it might be true. You can't afford to pay your bills. Your, your 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 money runs out way before the month runs out. But the truth says of God that I will provide for you. He will. He promised to provide and to make a way. Say, I, 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 I will provide. I will. I will provide for you. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's what he promised to do. So we're going to stand on the truth of his word and not settle for less 
when the enemy tries to tell you that you won't be able to make your bills, you won't be able to buy food, tell him, oh no, I am standing on God's promises that says, I shall, I shall supply your need according to my riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm not going to settle for less, but what he promised that he would do. So Jesus is letting us know he is the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So many people want to bypass Jesus and go to a God, some sort of a God, but you can't go to the true and living God unless you go through his son, Jesus Christ. And that's the thing that the world hates. They think that we're being narrow-minded, but this is what God says. Then we're going to read 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of sinful desires. So we don't have to settle for less because God has granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. So everything that we have in need to in life to succeed, to be prosperous, to be our best, he has given it to us. God has given it to us. So we don't have to settle for less because he's given to us everything that we need that pertains to godliness, that pertains to life. You don't have to settle for less, but the best. Philippians 4 and 7. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. See, when you, when you don't have peace, it's when you settle for less. But when you have shalom, the God of peace, it's when you settle for God's best. Those that are without peace will find themselves in chaotic situations because of the fact that they are disturbed in their spirit. But we know that we can be in the midst of chaos and God can give us a peace that surpasses all understanding. That while we're in the midst of the chaos, we are settling God's best. And his best at that moment is the very peace of God that surpasses our understanding. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 
And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The battlefield is the mind. And so when we have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, it keeps our minds intact as well as our hearts. The Bible says what comes out of the mouth are the issues of the heart. But when we have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, that guards our hearts and our minds, we, we, we are stabilized. We can, we can stand and we can be still and we can know that God is God. So once God has spoken, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to God. So we just thank God for our teaching. And we're going to offer you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your personal Savior. If you were to pray this prayer with me tonight, you will start on a new journey. Father God, I confess that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus, come and live on the inside of me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Be my Lord, my Master, and my Savior. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Through the backslider, ask God to forgive you and confess your sins. And ask the Lord to forgive you. And ask God to restore unto you the joy of his salvation. The saints of God are waiting for you. Abba Father is waiting for you. Hallelujah. There are souls that are, are waiting for you because there are souls in your loins that you must bring to God. Hallelujah. The only thing we can take to heaven with us are souls. And those that win minute to Christ will shine as the firmament the elements of the sky. And so we want to be able to bring many souls to Christ, to be able to seize every moment to tell someone about Jesus. So if you prayed the prayer of salvation tonight, let someone know that you are now a Christian and born again. And you have embarked on a new journey and thank God that you are now a part of the family of God. So whatever you do, always let someone know and tell someone about Jesus.
because Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. God bless you, and I love you in the Lord.